Hello and welcome back to the movies made us do it. Me and Matt are back. How are you, Matt? I'm pretty good, sir. Excellent. Should, should we say party on, dude? Yes, party on, dude. Uh, we are covering Wayne's World. Um, because, as you rightly said, something totally different. Yeah, and we're a, a year out, but it's like 30 years old now. Yeah, maybe we should have waited. Never mind. Oh. oh wait, are we? Oh, are we a year too late? Or yeah. Oh, okay. Oh well. That's. Uh, I'm surprised we missed that one. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> we're here now, and uh, we are covering Wayne's World uh, from 1992. And uh, boy, does it feel like 1992 when you watch this film. Um, <laughs> It's it's maybe the most 1992 film I've watched. Um, yep. Superb. It's, yeah, it definitely uh, dates you, doesn't it? <laughs> it really, really does. Um, so when did well did you was this a cinema watch for it you? Was. Yeah, I did go to the cinema to see this. This was a VHS watch for me actually. It was well, not. Yeah. It was not a cinema. Um, it's like younger than me though. So yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and when I saw it though. It became obsession. Yeah. Um, it was one of those things what we were saying before we went on air. I I have this problem with like, or I used to have this problem as a kid of just like watching the same thing over and over again. Uh-huh. Uh, and I and I did that with Wayne's World to where I don't watch it very often anymore because you get to that point where you're like, I know every joke, I know it off by heart. <laughs> um, but I think this time around it was good because I left it long enough. Yes. And I and I actually did laugh at a few things. I, I was like, there were bits I'd forgotten. It's, yep. I remembered all the big bits. It's yeah. the little bits. It's the little shots, like, uh, you know, well, in a minute, we'll, we'll get to. We're, like, it's the, like, it'll just cut to a shot, like like when they're in the, the donut place, and it just randomly cuts to a shot of Garth drinking from a straw, but he's drinking from the donut. Yes. And it's like little things like that that I've forgotten <laughs> about that made me laugh rewatching it this time. Because you remember the big jokes, but it's the little <laughs> things, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, this, I mean, almost every phrase oh just God. part of your vocab for, for years. Especially if you're in that scene. If you're in the alternative oh, yeah. scene, like, oh my goodness. Like, everyone. Yeah. Everyone. And and the thing is, it's, it's one of those, um, it's almost one of those, like, Spinal Tap moments. You know, like Alice Cooper once said that, that Spinal Tap is like, God, we've got lost backstage. Like I remember, yes. like this has happened. Yeah, almost every band has said that's happened yeah. to us. We've done that. And the thing is, if you're in this scene, like the the bits, like I can't help but almost cringe when they go to the rock uh, venue and all yep. of that stuff. I'm like, oh my god, it's close. It's close <laughs> to the bone, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, should we should we just get into it and uh, just just start talking about Wayne's World? Um. So of course, well, we we. You should say that this this started as like a sketch, right? Um, yeah, it's so based it was, on a Saturday Night Live sketch. Um, yeah, so Mark, Mike Myers has been doing it for years before. He uh, he started off was it Wayne's Power Minute? I think he was what he started off as, mm-hmm. and then he took it was I think he did it on Second City for a bit, and then of course when he moved to SNL, he got you know it was that. But originally it was just him. Yeah, and when he moved to, to SNL. Um, Dana basically asked Dana Carvey was asked if he could you know go up go with him and the, the funniest thing is is that especially in this country we wouldn't fucking know but Dana Carvey at the time was massive he was way bigger than yeah um 
Myers. Mm -hmm. And um, annoyingly for us, we didn't really, they didn't really show Saturday Night Live over here. Some things just didn't cross the pond. Uh, It is weird because like... Thing that they used to show on Saturday Night Live was the seventies ones with mm-hmm. Chase and so I watched all those, all the really old, you know, the seventies ones. There was a point when a lot of it was on YouTube, um, and I have noticed a lot of it's been removed now. But yes. um, but I, that's how I saw a lot of it was was watching it on YouTube from because just didn't get it. The sketches are on YouTube right now. I mm. watched, a, I, I actually went back and watched a couple of them, like Madonna's one and, and, and yeah, um, you know, um. T- um Oh, good lord. Um, they're in the second movie. Um, Aerosmith, Aerosmith, yep. and, and stuff like that. And there's, there's some really good... Some of them are like, oh, that didn't last very well, did it? That didn't... That, didn't, that, that, that one died. But some of them are like really still funny. The one I want... The the SNL I really want to watch is the Steven Scal one. Um, it's like infamous as the worst SNL episode ever. Because oh. he's terrible. Like, he doesn't understand humor. And they... Oh, yeah. oh, it sounds... If you ever get chance, just read up the horror stories of Steven Seagal's SNL. And it will make you want to watch it so bad. Because apparently he's, it was yeah, awful. Yeah, he's completely humorless, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he, he's like... He believes everything. And it, I think yeah. he got really... Like, well, as as we now know, he got really inappropriate. And, like, was trying to make, like, rape jokes and things. Like, it's like, dude. Oh. Like, he's just... He's just an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. Um, but as he, a result, he, he lives in 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 Seagal world. And he that's, does, you know, that's yeah. fine for him, isn't it? I mean, but it, it's one of those things, you know, when someone's like, "This film is the worst thing I've ever seen." Yeah, th- there's a bit of your brain that's like, oh, "I really want to see that now." Yes, and and it's oh. like this is like I've heard it's the least funny worst episode like of SNL ever, and I'm like, oh, I kind of want to watch it now. Like, like what? the Danzig movie you watched. Oh, man. Do you know, I only remembered the other day that he's released another movie since then. I need to do my he's homework. Western. I saw the trailer yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, I need to see it. I, I can't believe I'd forgotten. Western is like, okay, I want to see that. I might, I might actually try and watch that for next week. Because <laughs> I had so much fun reviewing the last one. It was so bad, but really entertainingly bad. Um, And like, I might have to do it, dude. I might have to do it. Um, Anyway, back to Wayne's World. Actually, so we want we did see the sketch the wayne's world sketches over here yes we did yeah, yeah death yeah. 2 i think it was on channel channel 2 and channel, I think channel mm-hmm. 4 depending on when it when what year it was they showed randomly they showed just the wayne's world sketches yeah I, i'm guessing because wayne's world was big yeah it must have been and i remember i remember watching because it, it was the same show that used to play liquid television that showed mm. eon flux yeah and that, I loved Eon Flux. That I now there's a, a cartoon I haven't seen for years, but remember loving so much. Yeah, I wonder what that's it's like these days. So weird and mm. so brilliant, and and really a weird thing that should have, you know, cemented American sort of animation. It never really sort of you think oh, other things should have came out of that and didn't yep. really. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a weird aside, but yeah. Oh no, that's all good. That's what we do. Um, but uh, yeah, it it, it's it's interesting. I I love, um, I love this setup for this film, um, because obviously on SNL, it's done like they're they're just sat in their basement and they're they're doing their their show, and I love that the film is an extension of that. Like, it's like, that was actually, like, you can almost say that all of the Saturday Night Live sketches 
they're in continuity with the movie where it's just yeah. in the basement and then we step away from the basement for the movie and i love that i think that's such a cool idea that they were like oh no it actually was a show that they were doing in their basement and now they've stepped out of that and into you know the rest of the world uh yeah. and i, I kind of love that um so anyway it's uh we're in uh, aurora illinois um in i guess 1992 the 90s anyway um and um Wayne and Garth, uh, Wayne Campbell and Garth Elgar, uh, basically have this, like, cable... Because in America, they've got all these cable channels, right? Which we didn't yeah. used to have back then. We, we, you know, we had, like, two, three channels, then four, then five channels. Yeah. Um, but we certainly didn't have local access. No, this, this like, public access thing fascinates me. Yeah, I know. It's like... <laughs> like, it's I bet like, you um, see some weird shit. I really, you know... that Weird Al movie yeah oh it's god just, so stuff like that used to yeah i love watching it where they used to have things that were set in in public access because oh, that you always was, get just didn't have that you always get those really cool like um urban legends of like creepy things that used to turn up and on like yeah. public access tv and no one knew where it came from and it was just broadcast one night only and of course no one's got any evidence of it but it was really creepy and this thing happened you know i love all that stuff but um i i guess is someone as a, as a as a people the the english people yeah. uh restricted to our three or four channels our terrestrial TV. <laughs> it, was, it yeah. was like whoa you could get all of these like you know and the idea that these it's guys could just to get out of tv for fuck's sake god yeah it did take us long <laughs> enough um you know the idea that, that the you could start your own show you know which is basically what we've got here so yeah. so wayne and, and garth they've got a public access show uh on on some random channel they're like local celebrities in, in channel 10 in the thing i'll come if it's the same in the, in the movie it might be i cannot remember right now <laughs> um but anyway they they do this out of their parents basement as uh as wayne will say later um yeah I know it's both bogus and sad, but I live in my parents' basement. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, we 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 open on them. Um, and by the way, it's 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 absolutely lovely to see uh, the old Paramount logo with the full music as well at the start. Yeah, uh, the you know it's little things like that. It's like oh man, <laughs> it's it's really sad when you when you watch so many movies and and you you sort of get nostalgic for like just movie uh, logos i used to oh my god yeah i i used to all the time used to my favorite still the golden harvest one (laughs) (laughs) i don't know you can't not watch the golden harvest without going dong 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 (laughs) i don't know the mgm lion as well there's a a big one um but uh anyway we're we'll we'll get to wayne's world eventually don't worry We've got to the opening credits. <laughs> so uh, we open on uh, an episode. We're, we're like mid-episode on, on Wayne's World and, um, you know, being filmed in his parents' basement, as we said. And uh, they're talking about this. This guy's come on to show his latest invention, the uh, the suck cut, um, which basically is a vacuum and a razor or, or like a shaver. So it's like hair clippers with... with- <laughs> with like a suck ability it's like a vacuum hair yeah. trimmer um and, and of course they they try it on garth and garth's like oh i just you know don't buzz me it's like yeah. just just, just a little off the top um 
But uh, yeah, so they're, they're showing these, you know, and you get the idea that like this is just the kind of stupid shit that they do. They probably only get like real local weirdos turn up yep. that want to do like crazy inventors and silly things, uh, you know, coming down. And this is the, the, the suck and cut. And he's like, oh, you know, how does it work? And he's like, well, as you can see, it sucks and it cuts. And Wade's like, it certainly does it suck. Sucks. <laughs> um, and I love the it's pulling a, it's pulling on his hair and, and i love garth going it's sucking my will to live <laughs> uh but anyway while uh i i guess i don't know rob lowe is such a handsome man um yeah like like irritatingly beautiful um and i'm assuming after you know he's he's in bed with this woman he's he's flicking through the channels and uh, of course he comes across Wayne's world um and immediately thinks it's rubbish yeah uh, until the the person he's with is like oh they're hilarious you know they they do this show and really funny um and then this idea hits him that i guess he immediately like a sinister villain has immediately thought i could exploit these guys yeah like is his first thought you could almost see him rubbing his hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because he's like, they've got no money. I could literally come in, offer them a bit of money, and basically destroy their lives to to promote this asshole's arcade. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. his um his mannerisms were based on Lord Michaels, who was the producer. Oh, he, really? Yeah, and he also produced Saturday Night Live and oh. stuff. So apparently, he his mannerisms were. I think Dana Carvey schooled. Rob Lowe in, in the mannerism, mannerisms for, for, for Lord Michaels. Every now and again, uh, an actor will put in a performance that kind of scars them in my brain forever. And yeah. I've always, I've always thought Rob Lowe's a bad guy in everything because of Wayne's World. Like whenever he's in anything, I'm like, you are bad. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're just a sleazy a, bad guy. He's, he's very good at it. He does it yeah. very well. And he was at this point as well. He was in. He'd been in trouble because he'd had that. There was that. Um, sex tape that yeah made rounds and it was, it was an underage girl wasn't it oh i didn't know that really yes he got he got in oh, trouble it, it was so i think he was he sort of was out of favor and mm. i think michael said they were when they were talking about getting rob blowing because i think he'd been on saturday night live and i think they, yeah. they he showed that he actually had comedy timing and stuff they're like wow he's actually pretty good mm, he's fantastic they, in this film they said we should get him for the movie and michael's like like yeah, he's in trouble but he might like, that's okay that he'll be cheaper well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> um, well, I, I imagine he got quite a bit of work from this movie, to be fair. Yeah. It kind of restarted him, I guess. I mean, he's um, also, later on, he was in uh, uh, Austin Powers 2, isn't he? He's, he's yes. The young, he's the younger number two. Yes, yeah. Um, so uh, we then get what is kind of uh, standard for these movies, but kind of weird, uh, is the breaking of the fourth wall. Yeah. Uh, the show ends and we follow Wayne as he walks outside and he talk, starts talking to the camera. He starts telling him, telling the, the audience at home or in the cinema uh, who he is and what he does, that he has this public access show, uh, that he lives in Aurora in his mum's basement and that he would love, uh, you know, he, he loves what he does, but he wants to be able to do it for a living. He'd love to do Wayne's World for a living. Um, and then he kind of admits to the audience, he's like, it'll never happen. Um, but then... The uh, the Mirthmobile turns up. Yeah. And I wanted this car so bad. I know. It's, it's a piece of shit, but I, I, I just... It's one of the worst cars ever made. I but know, but it's, it's so iconic. 
<laughs> I think without this movie, that car would have probably disappeared and no oh, one would have ever like bothered with it ever again. For sure, but it, it's one of those things when it's like you know, if you see a DeLorean, uh, you yeah. know, all done up, you're like, oh, that's cool. Although I'm kind of at the point with the DeLorean now where I respect it more if I see a DeLorean that's not been converted yes. than it is. <laughs> um you know or you see yeah, like you know for having the balls to just leave it just, as, as a factory model and i mean deloreans are not great cars but they are very beautiful no. and just to see one just normal it's like oh yes good for you um <laughs> i'd love i wonder if there's anyone out there that owns a delorean this like never watched back to the future and has no idea about it it's like what are you talking about that'd be, <laughs> that'd be that'd so funny <laughs> I mean, um, how would they have lived to have not got any reference whatsoever oh well what you do is that you just need to find um react people on youtube because apparently they've never watched anything you you come across these people that are like oh what's star Wars? oh my god it's in space oh wow and they do those really stupid over the top react <laughs> faces you're like come on you know what star wars is let's not be you know now you're being silly um i've I've watched a couple of reactors oh i like some of them but i do find it kind of tiresome when they're like my first time ever watching you know the most obvious thing ever where they're literally like well i've never seen it but i know all the stuff yeah at least at least except that you know you've heard of it or you know something yeah he's you know vader's his father and all that sort of stuff spoilers yeah you know um (laughs) (laughs) but in any case this this goddamn car um and it is one of those cars if i saw someone that had done uh it got one of these cars and done it out like the mirth muriel i would be like massive respect i'm surprised if you could find one in this country i don't think they came here um no. but uh anyway they're gonna head to a uh a nightclub but uh on the way they yeah. they have to what they have no, to look at shop first though yeah they have to look at the fender right so they uh they they have to drive past the uh the uh guitar shop or music shop i guess um so that wayne can admire this uh this fender and uh it is beautiful it's this white fender it's in like for some reason in this protective case (laughs) yeah um you know for cinematic reasons i guess um um but uh you know he's admiring it it's the thing he's always wanted he's always wanted this guitar he's lusted after it forever and you know as as a you know i guess he's is he meant to be playing like a teenager here or like well i think they're supposed to be i'm not sure how old they are meant to be because americans do tend to have like they cast old for younger people so yeah you know like also their school is longer isn't it than ours yeah yeah i think he's supposed to be about 18 ish okay cool 17 18 so being that age like i used to lust after things you know you'd be like oh my god i wish i had that thing that one thing you know that's that's the thing and that's his thing is this is uh 1964 fender stratocaster i don't know anything about guitars that's what wikipedia is telling me because there was no way i was gonna remember them no no wikipedia told me i don't fucking know (laughs) <laughs> that was wikipedia i, I fully accept i don't well, know guitars well, that's wikipedia. yeah it's wikipedia i'm not i'm not gonna pretend like i just knew that yeah, no, I know nothing about guitars. <laughs> um so anyway i know uh, i know what I, I know i like some pretty ones yes i i agree there's like pretty guitars the thing the guitars i like are just really impractical though it's like i love yeah. that that's a really cool shape i imagine it's horrible to play but i'm just yeah. like look at it it looks amazing I, I can remember seeing some band with a steampunk guitar and I yeah. was thinking, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I bet it plays like shit. <laughs> yeah, but look at it. Yeah. Um, but what we have here is a very classic looking guitar, uh, electric, and uh, looks awesome. It's quite nice how plain it is. There's no sort yeah. of nice white 
guitar. I think it's just a very well built, prestigious kind of, you know, guitar. I guess. Yeah. But uh, anyway, they're on their way to uh, to a nightclub, and uh, on the way, uh, Wayne suggests that they have a little Bohemian Rhapsody. And uh, of course, I think this product. God, I'd I'd love to know how many extra sales Queen got from this movie. Oh, it totally reinvigorated them. Yeah, they, they were kind of almost getting to the point where they were almost forgotten at that point. And mm. well, it's ninety two at this stage, right? Yeah, so we're to... we're post, you know, Freddie and whatnot. They re-released it in the states. I think they released it here as well. It got to number two over there, mm. which I think was higher than it got originally. And I'm pretty sure it got to number one over here, but I don't remember whether it was the release, this release, or whether it was another release. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Of, of the um, Lord Michaels wanted uh, Guns N' Roses. Yeah, I can see why in '92 you'd want Guns yeah. N' Roses because it does, you know. Um, but... He was like, no, Mike Myers was like, no, he wants, he wants, he he basically threatened to walk if they didn't get. It, Bohemian Rhapsody. I, I will say, I think Bohemian Rhapsody works a lot better. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's a surprisingly beautiful scene with all of their friends singing along as well. Um, yeah. My favorite bit, though, is the bit when Garth doesn't know the lyrics. Yeah. And he's just pretending. I yeah. love that bit. Because like, everyone's was... done that. Like, you've been at gigs before and you've been like, I actually oh, don't know yeah. this bit. I just pretend. Um, the, the worst thing is, is that you, it's like Dana Carvey actually basically he thought he knew the lyrics didn't read them before he went on set and basically just did that. <laughs> and you think there's so many times where I've, I've thought, Oh yeah, I know the lyrics of that. I, it's, it's this. And, and you get to the certain point and you're like, shit, what, what was that? What was that? Or, or, or when you've, um, you think, you know, the lyrics and then you read the lyric sheets, you're like, Oh my God, that's different words. To oh, words I thought, you think, and you can't get you out of your say, head. Then you're like, "No, this is the way I know it." Like the yeah. lyrics I've made up are the lyrics. I'm saying this 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 way for for like too long. Yeah. Twenty years now, I'm not fucking changing it. <laughs> there's one. There was one that always got, got me. Was it um, "Birdhouse in Your Soul" by um, uh, oh for fuck's sake, what band? Oh, I can't remember the fucking band. My brain is again as usual. Um, there's a there's a um a lyric that is like. Blue canary in the alley by the lights. But I, I think it's blue canary in the alley by the light switch, right? It's the actual lyrics are um, in the outlet, not like uh, <laughs> not alley. <laughs> <laughs> and for years I was made really just, I was like, no, it's still in, it's by the light switch for me. It's not, it's in the it's in the alley by the light switch. They might be giants. That's thank you, thank God for that. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I get days like that, man. <laughs> it happens. Um, but uh, anyway, they they head to this nightclub. Um, I'm guessing in Illinois they have that that big thing with the cars all spiked. It's a very cool visual. I so, yeah. Yeah. Um, or did I guess yeah, in '92? That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, but anyway, they uh, they <clears throat> head to the club and uh, they they speak to the bouncer outside. They're no, they're talking. They, they stop at the donut place first. Oh, do they stop at the donut place first? Mm-hmm. Um, all right okay so they they go to the donut i thought they went after for some reason that's weird um but anyway yeah okay <clears throat> so they go to the donut place um and i love the the guy behind the counter and his story because it's glenn so good 
so yeah. good when wayne's like oh it's like talking to the camera and then he walks away and the camera just starts following this guy with this really intense he's yeah. like if you if you kill someone in in the in the heat of battle it's yeah. it's called honorable but if you, you kill someone in the heat of passion it's called murder <laughs> and he goes into this real deep story and then wayne of course has not heard any of that and just comes back and he's like what are you doing the yeah. camera follows us and then of course it turns around and like garf's like oh god <laughs> uh doesn't he like garf like tells he's like tells the camera he's like what's over there what's that over there and the yeah, yeah, camera like, turns away and just runs away hey what's that over there <laughs> Dana Carvey's, uh, when they got to the movie um when, when they were doing the, the the sketches and things before before they got the movie his only sort of thing when they said, "Well, what? How do you want me to play this character? What? What? You know, what can you give me?" Basically, all he said was, uh, "Garth loves Wayne. That's it. That's all he told him." Right. Which you can kind of get. You kind of yeah. get that in the movie. So you know that, yeah, that well, makes see, sense. Poor, poor Dana Carvey got a bit sort of pissed off with this. I think he, even he threatened to walk at one point because he was, you know, there's a, the, the, I think the thing is, is that. Mike Myers had been doing this character for like years, and he, I think he was so attached to it that he didn't. He wanted it to be about this character, and Garth was just getting nothing. So they were, you know, rewriting the script as they were going, and and Carvey kept saying, "Oh, well, you know, we could do this, we could do this, I could do this for my character," and they were like, "Yeah, that's fine." And then when they the next morning, when the the scripts were rewritten, none of his suggestions were, you know, were written. So he's like, "Fuck this shit," you know, "I'm not, I'm not, I'm." doing nothing here so they sort of i think they yeah they had a talk as it were and they were uh, some more scenes were put in with garth which i think is good because garth kind of makes it as well you have i i i've got to say honestly especially on repeated watches garth is my favorite character to watch like i love watching garth more than i like watching wayne yeah. It's all the stupid little things that Garth's doing in the background or yeah. and maybe that's why because he didn't have as much to play with. Like, you know, yeah, just, Dan is just doing yeah. his thing in every bugging, scene. You just see him in the background. Yeah. Just get attention. And he's just apparently, fantastic. Apparently he's based on his brother. Oh, okay. His brother was apparently a, a, a sort of, even as a young kid could fix almost anything. Right. And he he just he, the way he spoke was apparently like that that's how, how garth speaks oh right oh, okay um so yeah they they sit down to have their uh their their donuts um and uh we're kind of introduced to that like their whole little posse uh both in the car and at the at the donut uh place um and uh of course garth sees his dream girl yep uh, who who apparently just he like falls over every time he sees her. Yeah. It's, kind I mean, of, I think it's, it's supposed to be like love struck, I presume. Yeah, it? like it, it like physically hits him to the ground every time yeah. he, he sees I her. Fell over. <laughs> Sorry, I fell over. Yeah, I fell over. Yeah, um, and then of course Wayne sees the the the, the not so love of his life. Uh, his his ex Stacy. Who is it, Garth says, don't look. It's, it's Stacey. Immediately, of course, when someone says, don't, don't look, look, you yep. look. Yeah, it's like the law, right? Yeah. Um, And uh, the girl comes, the waitress comes over. She's like, aren't you guys like fed up of ordering the same thing every day? And you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, like, no. Yeah, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> that's, just, that's just it, isn't it? It's our order. You know, it's what we do. Um, but in any case, they uh, they then head to the. Uh... But I don't, don't get the the Stacy bit when Stacy comes over. 
Oh, with the gun rack. With the present. <laughs> It's like, what would I do with a yeah, gun no, rack? I don't own a gun. And he says, if it's a severed head, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's like... It was, what is it? It's, it's a gun rack. I don't own a gun, let alone necessitate many <laughs> guns that would, would necessitate this, this gun rack. She's like, oh, you don't like it? And she's like, one day you're going to lose me. And he's like, I already lost you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we broke up. <clears throat> Apparently, that was a real incident in Mark Myers' life. Oh, really? That someone yeah. just wouldn't let go and kept. And apparently, she bought him the gun rack as a joke. Oh, sorry, the gun rack really happened. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. No, the whole, yeah, the whole Stacy and the gun rack thing really happened. Apparently, she bought it as a joke, but he didn't get it. <laughs> right. Like, what? That seems and like an expensive joke. Apparently, afterwards, he, um, I think. He, he he well i think she was very upset because obviously the, the real woman was like okay that's me and he did phone her apparently and apologize for using her like that fair enough but i mean come on that's comedy goals it's pretty funny yeah uh yeah it's pretty funny um but, but yeah anyway so the dream woman's donna dixon yes which is um dan Aykroyd's wife oh really oh, okay yeah um but yes, so anyway, they they head uh, they head to the nightclub and uh, they uh, they talk to the bouncer outside and um, <clears throat> ask you know basically what yeah you know, what's going on what's going on in there we used to do that especially when it was gigs because yeah. it's like I don't want to see the support oh. Just, uh, go and <laughs> yeah, ask them ask them when ask them when the band you want to see are on because it's too yeah. expensive to drink in the place so yeah. it's very rare that you go I'm I'm actually want to see the the, the support act over the main band i mean it certainly happened it but... happens and and it's very rare that you want to go to the whole gig because you can't really afford to drink in the venue for the whole gig so it's like you know let me know when the band that i want you know what 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 are the uh what are the door times you know but anyway he says like oh you know um you know these these bands are just finishing up and um you know well, i can't remember what the, the first band he says is but the, the, shitty, the, sh- beatles. the shitty beatles <laughs> Why would you name your band the Shitty Beatles? Yeah, and he's like, "Are they are they any good?" He's like, "They're terrible." And he's yeah, like, no, oh, they it's, suck. It's like... <laughs> like it's not just a clever name, then. Um, but yes, of but that's uh, Meatloaf as well, of course. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Crucial Taunt are, uh, are are just about to to finish their set. Um, again, terrible bloody name. Yeah, yeah, it's a very nineties name though. Um, yeah. and uh they're told you know they're they're told by mr meatloaf that it they're they they can really wail they're amazing yep. um so of course they they head in and um uh, garth immediately gets bullied and, and yeah. that like has to leave because this big guy just calls him a dweeb and uh tells him to sorry picks him up and throws him on the floor yeah and he's, ow and it just gets up and, and leaves but of course he's gonna come back in a bit um so he, he heads out to his car and gets this i well like you said i guess if it's based based on his brother who repaired stuff and was a bit of a gadget freak yeah that i guess is what happens here um because yeah. garth has this kind of homemade taser yeah he's built um and uh he comes back and just launches the guy across the room with it um some people have pointed out looks vaguely like the guns from um, Blake Seven and oh, it kind of does. I never really thought about it, but it kind of does. They they look a bit higher budget than Blake thing, Seven, but, to be honest. You know, whether they, whether they even knew what Blake Seven was, but 
No, it also looks a bit <laughs> higher budget than Blake Seven, if I'm being brutally honest. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, he they they're right. They they it does resemble them. Um, and then of course he does that thing where he just like I guess instead of because he can't spin it because he's not held that no. way, he just it's kind so of so bad, doesn't it? They speed it up as well. It's like... I think it would have been funnier if they hadn't sped it up because yeah. he does it for so long back yep. and forth that it's just painful it would have been really funny if he just they just kept you, it you can see that the, 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 some of the women in the crowd as well you can see in their eyes they're all going what is this what's going on what, yeah. what's being filmed right now yeah what is we're extras what is going on like why what what is this um <laughs> But anyway, he does the thing and then he blows on it because there's smoke coming out of it. He's probably killed the guy. Um, so we get the, the we get the Mission, um, Mission Impossible theme tune as well. While he's yes. Making making the gadget. This movie has got a lot of weird theme tunes and stuff running through it. It does, yeah. I mean, there's a, a bit later on, there's a whole scene where they recreate the opening from Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. I bet you most people these days watch who have watched this have never even heard of Laverne and Shirley, let alone seen in a single episode. No, and it is odd because they they kind of go the whole gambit, don't they? They they do yeah. like Terminator Two, which came out the year before this. Very yeah. topical, totally makes sense yeah. to like really obscure things like Mission Impossible. It's like the this is before the the movie remakes or any of that. This is the original theme from the original show. Yeah. It's like oh, I guess it was a, it was a popular show, but oh yeah, well, I mean know. it would have been on, it would have been on TV for all the time. I mean um, it, even that that was that was played all, all the time over here as well. Yeah, yeah. But so, um, you know that was that was a little bit more. I mean I watched Laverne and Shirley as a kid because it was a, basically a spin-off of Happy Days, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So I watched that. So I I knew that I know the the, the that, but it's, it's it's a massively obscure bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, whilst um, whilst uh, you know at the at the gig, Wayne uh, basically looks uh, looks over at the singer and sees Cassandra, uh, Cassandra Wong, who is the uh, the lead vocalist and bassist for Crucial Taunt, uh, and basically immediately falls in love with her. Yep. Uh, and I love. Um, you know he he's like properly obsessed with her and then she gets off stage and there's this like brawl going on uh yep. she gets like some spills this, this guy like accidentally i think spills beer on her and yeah. she kicks the living shit out of because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i think he spills it because he gets hit but then she yeah. beats him up well she beats yep. him both up but it's, yeah it's funny um and then of course he's like obsessed now he's like oh no i, I need to be with this of course, girl he gets the same, does the same thing with the guitar in it which i think we all did as well was she will be mine. Oh yes, she will be mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he he basically tries to chat her up, and he he does some really bad jokes. He like says everybody was kung fu fighting. fighting yeah, but I, I love, love that the, he I immediately cringes. cringes. Like so yeah, he knows as soon as he said it. He knows yeah. as soon as it came out of his mouth. I mean, I think I think. Uh, Men, I'm not not speaking for ladies, but men. I think we've all been there trying to chat up a girl and gone and said something like that. Really immediately, dumb. Immediately, you know, your whole body just constricts on itself. You're like, oh god, that was the stupidest thing I've ever said. Yeah, you're just trying way too hard and yeah. just making a fool of yourself. 
Um, but uh, anyway, uh, she recognizes him. She says, "Oh, you do that 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 rock show, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, you know, fair enough." Um, and and despite insulting her, uh, he he does, you know, well. She doesn't really. She's, she doesn't. No, she, she invites him to her her private yeah, event. Can right? I see you again? And she basically says, "If you if you if you've got five dollars, you can pay to see again. me again." Yeah. Other place. Um, and he kind of takes that as he he kind of almost takes that as more than what it is because all she basically yeah. said was, "You can come to my next gig if you pay." Like yeah. she's not even like, "Oh, I guest list you." It's like, no, no, you can pay to come in. Um. But anyway, I guess he's happy after his terrible joke that she didn't just like walk away in disgust. Yeah, we'll slap him. So, um, but yeah, anyway, so now he has this this next uh, next occasion where he can see her again. <clears throat> um, but anyway, in the meantime, Benjamin is uh, is is you know he's convinced about basically exploiting these two kids yeah. uh, out of money, um, and uh, he speaks to this arcade owner i forget his name what is the arcade oh. owner's name no we're vanderhoff and that's it vanderhoff yeah he speaks to vanderhoff and um brian, brian uh doyle murphy yeah who is f- just phenomenal yeah again the casting in this this show is actually brilliant um every, everyone plays their part perfectly i think yeah um but yes yeah, so uh so vanderhoff like, he says they're showing him the 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 clip from the the, the hair thing. Yeah. And he says, "What do you think?" Benjamin says to him, "What do you think?" He says, "I think it's two chimps in a, on a Davenport in their basement." <laughs> and uh, they're like, the, "The um the other guy's like, oh, you know, these are these are your customers, like, and they're not phony, and and fan like uh, kids can tell a phony." And, he, and then Vanderhoff's like, "Kids are idiots. I see yeah. them every day putting quarters into a machine they can never win." Um, yeah. trying hard enough yeah. um and you just, uh, yeah, you just don't want it enough we we get to see how um I don't, manipulative i guess benjamin roblo's benjamin can be here where he basically taught he uses vanderhoff's own ego against him uh, where, where you know, Vanderhoff's talking about this arcade machine, and that you know, Miss Pac-Man has a has has a bow in her hair and in, in her head instead. You know, without without it is Pac-Man, with it is is Miss Pac-Man. Even though there is more to Miss Pac-Man than just that, but never mind. Um, <laughs> you know, he uh, he basically says, "Oh wow, I just find what you told me riveting. <laughs> I didn't know that. Did you know that?" And of course, um, Kurt Fuller is uh, as Russell's like, "Oh no, I didn't know that." Um, another one of my my favorite characters from this film is actually uh, Russell. Russell's yeah. great. Love Russell. Um, because Russell, Russell sort of he he wants to be a good guy. He's yeah, just he's just loyal. Uh, he's, he's 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 obviously you know working with the scumbags, but 
but he means well i love yeah. the bit when he's like oh just get to know them and he's just like hi hi yeah. hi <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so they basically talk noah into doing this show that he had no intention of funding um i'll do i'll support government uh, gilligan's island why am i doing this why am yeah. I doing this? when they're like this is your audience this is literally the people you see lining up to play arcades um and uh they've got a point from that regard and they and they and i think vanderhoff even says like oh well you know i i do my own advertisements my own commercials but i can't advertise the the arcade machines because the technology changes so quickly um yeah. and they said well you know you're basically telling me that if you had your sh- if you had this show you could come on this show and tell the kids uh you know what week every week you oh, could tell yeah. them at the new arcade machines and he's like well yeah i guess i am saying that and you know basically just completely talks him into doing this this yeah. uh you know financing this show um <clears throat> and he's, he's, he's ushering him out of the door and he's like I- i'll think about it it's yeah and they're like, like oh we've got him yeah, we've got him um and, and of course russell's like is it really wise to to try and sell a show we don't actually own and, yeah. and like benjamin's like by the end of the night we will own it um and uh and of course they uh it doesn't benjamin i think benjamin meets them at the uh the donut shop right no no or is it just like a restaurant they walk they walk into their show after they walk into their house yeah but he takes them out for food doesn't he i can't remember where he takes them out they drive over first of all they drive over and he they're doing the show Mm -hmm. they basically walk into the house and walk down into the basement they're just like introduce themselves in their basement it's like okay yeah i mean that that happens a lot though that that happens later in the movie as well like in the end by the end of the movie everyone just walks down there (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's like an open door policy apparently um but yeah they they come down and they watch the show and uh he's like he's the sleaziest fucker you know he's like oh i hate to say this i'm embarrassed to say this but i'm a fan and like you know i was watching your show okay yeah yeah and garth is immediately suspicious like yeah. Garth knows. Garth knows what's up straight away. I guess it's supposed to. I guess it's <clears throat> that, that Wayne is slightly more hungry for it, so he... he's a bit more egotistical, I think, and yeah. so he's like, "Oh, this is my chance," you know. Whereas Garth, I think Garth is happy with his life with Wayne, yeah. just doing what he's doing. He's just living his life and it's fine. Um, as he says later, we hate change, and I think Garth probably yes. hates change more than Wayne. You know, I think I think he's definitely autistic, isn't he? Mm. He's got he he has all the sort of traits that you I mean certainly he he's movie autistic let's say <laughs> yes <laughs> movie autistic yeah yeah I I think that's a that's a fair assessment um <clears throat> so yeah they uh they they basically blow smoke up their ass um yeah. take them out for a bit of food I love that massive bowl of whatever the hell they could put down in front of God that massive yeah. glass of some weird cocktail yeah um i i love when um they're you know benjamin's talking and garth just like literally throws his pen on the floor he's, i dropped my pen yeah um and then starts talking to the camera he's like do you buy any of this it seems really suspicious yeah he says, was it, he, he's um don't you think it's weird that like, he had contracts already I mean, yeah like he came with contracts yeah like, isn't that weird because Hey, did you also see that episode of Twilight Zone where the guy got his tongue cut out and put it in a jar and it got bigger and bigger and all these baby tongues came out of it? That is not an episode of the Twilight Zone, but I wish it was. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> it sounds awesome. I, like, I don't remember that. I never was. I don't remember that episode. Well, there was um, there was the silence which involved a guy removing his tongue because he had a bet to stay quiet for a year and he'd win loads of money and stuff. But yeah, not not putting in jars and then breeding more tongues. It just sounds amazing. I was like, that sounds great. Um, but uh, but yeah, so he's uh, he's suspicious. Um. But of course, Benjamin's like, well, you know, I was watching your show the other night. Like I said, I'm a fan, and uh, I said I to know. He says, "Oh, but you, you're artists. You wouldn't want the money, would you? I've got, I mean, I've got two checks for like five grand." Or Wade, Wade's like, "No, we wouldn't want the money." And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, five grand is like, wow. I mean, yeah. Oh my god, back back in the uh, to 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 eighteen year olds in the nineties, Jesus. I guess I'd think. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's 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 it, it's not that they're, you know, obviously they're going to get paid for doing the show, right? Yeah. I'm um. So yeah, I, I'm assuming they get. It's like an advance of like, here, we'll give you five grand. We'll pay you to do the show. Of course, the contract says we're buying the fucking rights to your show. Like, yeah. you know, I basically, like he, he says, "Can I read the contract?" And he just goes, "Yep." Love what you've done here. Mm. Oh, this is interesting. He's like clearly not fucking reading the contract at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even bothering. Um, but uh, but yeah. So uh, yeah, I love I love when Wade's going through the contract. He's like, mm, I love what you've done here. I yeah. love this. I love that. Um, but yeah, basically, they of course they agree. Um, how how could they not agree? <laughs> running around going, I've got five grand I've got five, I've got five thousand dollars I've got five thousand dollars <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah so um, they uh, they then go to um, Cassandra's uh, private it's like it, her loft right is that what she says I think so so it's like it's like a gig that she's putting on at her own place I yeah. guess uh, unless she has a club, maybe she's got her own club called the Loft or something. Because it's a big place. It's not, yeah. you know, it's not a tiny I place. It's supposed to be like a studio apartment, isn't it? I yeah, I, I guess so. Um, and uh, I'm sure you probably couldn't have afforded a studio apartment then in LA, but no, no. it's not in LA, is it? It's it's in Illinois. So it's not now, I am pretty sure that Cantonese is not the easiest of languages to learn. It's not. I have tried, but well fucking try harder because wayne Sadly, <laughs> in like a day or a week is not the good a good accent for uh no i don't the phrasing either it's really bad yeah yeah uh but but wayne listens to a tape and he, he learns it uh, <laughs> yeah to impress cassandra i don't think he's speaking cantonese anyway in no the he's no no i don't it's, think he's he he just making sounds i i love um well, basically, yeah. He he sees her. He sees her play, and then he says, "Oh, you know, can we um, can we talk? You know, can we get some air or something?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure." And you know, he's like, "Oh, good. I'm you know, I'm in here." Um, now Garth has got the same problem he had last time, except now it's the toilets he's trying yep. to get into. He's like, "I'd like to get into the toilets today." Uh, he's like stuck in the queue for the toilets, which you know we've all been there too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, but. Uh, Stacy approaches Garth again, yeah. uh, uh, in the queue, 
and uh, she's like, I'm really worried about Wayne. He, he seems to be something wrong with him. Do you know what's wrong with him? And, and he's like, Garf's just completely honest. He's like, is it because Are you're mental? mental? Um, and she's like, I'm really worried about him. What do you think I should do? And he's like, I think you should move on and get over yeah. it. And she's like, yeah. move on and get over it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> just puts her on right now. That, that Random like, guy. Sure, yeah. why not? Uh, meanwhile, uh, Wayne is, is chatting up Cassandra on the roof. And uh, he's like, hey, I've got something to say to you. And she's like, what? And, and of course, he, he bursts into into maybe and fake Cantonese. <laughs> um, and, uh, of course, she's blown away. She's like, oh, my God, you've, you're, you've, you've learned Cantonese. Um, and uh, he's like, oh, you know, I'm just a beginner. All in Cantonese, of course. Um, but then, of course, Stacy turns up. And uh, she's like, who is that? And he's like, oh, it's my ex. And like, you know, I feel kind of bad. She's like, oh, she's got good legs, but no confidence. And he's like, oh, I feel kind of bad. Like, I feel like I've kind of made her this way, you know, by the way I've, I treated her and whatever. Um, and I love the the bit where the subtitles keep going. Yeah. And it says everything he thinks about her being absolutely mental, but he doesn't say it to Cassandra. So it just stays, he stays awkwardly silent. And no, the well, subtitles just keep playing. It's supposed to be like in the, in the old movies where, you know, the, they would say something and then all the, the translation would just be completely wrong and keep going and you'd be like oh right okay <laughs> oh see i kind of assumed that it was what he was thinking and didn't want to say out loud to cassandra no i think it's just the 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 subtitles catching up with what he said mm, maybe I'm not sure about that but maybe um anyway uh in any case it's funny um and uh and then stacy and her boyfriend like fall through the, the roof yeah <laughs> um and uh of so, course we we didn't actually mention the the the, the guy the, the guy she falls up on the, on, the, on the next basically next to yeah is the guy who is who's, who's like completely i don't know whether he's stoned or whether he's drunk i think he's supposed to be drunk but like the whole movie yeah because they pick him up at the beginning when they're doing the bohemian rhapsody bit and and garth pulls that he's not getting in the car because he's gonna hurl he's like, i give you a no hurl guarantee and garth pulls out the tiniest of little paper cups and goes, <laughs> hey you can hurl into this and he's like in what world is <laughs> is, is, is a, someone gonna vomit into that and gonna you know fit into that little cup and yeah he's, and he's, i love the way he just he's, they just look at him he just folds it up and puts it back in his pocket. <laughs> um, yeah, and of course they uh they, they he's there when they speak to the police officer as well who talks about the, the cavity searches. Oh the cavity the copper's brilliant. He's great. Like, yeah. They do the whole, you know, bacon thing, which, you know, everybody's used used the ice melt bacon yeah. when the copper's been around. But he's uh, what I love about his character is he's actually really good natured about it. Yeah, he's, he's really actually, cool. You know, in the end he ends up helping them out. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is just a nice dude. I love that line. We we stop the bus. Yes, yeah. a bus full of full of people because we heard that there was a drug uh, thing going on. I guess we had to do some full body cavity searches. I myself in- inspected. Do you see like twelve people or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I inspected twelve individuals. The man who loves his job. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, so. You know, Stacy falls through the roof and luckily lands on a sofa. Although she does have a neck brace later, so I guess it doesn't yeah. mess her up. The... She must have forgot her a little. Yeah. Um, but uh, Wayne asks Cassandra if he can call her sometime because she says, oh, you make me laugh. And he's like, you know, can I call you sometime? And she's like, sure. And he's, you know, hooray, happy. Zang, which Zang. I, used, I used for years. Yeah. 
Yeah. Not, not so much anymore. Sorry? Not so much anymore. Not really. Every now and again, I'll remember and use it, maybe. I sure. think that's the same with a lot of the stuff in this. Yeah, yeah. We used to use them all the... I mean, the, the, one of the biggest ones is that's what she said. Yeah. It seems to think that came from the office. Oh, no, so, yeah. No, I think I think this is the first time I heard it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it I mean, may it may be from before this. I don't this know. This is probably not the the origin of it either, but it's what I. I'd argue it's the popularization of it. Yes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Wayne and Garth are rich now with five grand. Yeah, they're rich. Totally, totally rolling. <laughs> they're rolling in it. So of course, Wayne's already bought uh, a CD player. Yes, um, for the car. <laughs> for the car, and uh, Cassandra's blown away by that. She's like, oh my god. Oh, god. CD players are so bad in cars. And, oh god, and... they skip every, especially in '92. Every yeah. bump, every bump they skipped. I remember. I never bought a CD myself. But I remember my friend buying it. I borrowed it. Yeah. And it was it, that was enough to make me go, okay, I never need to do that. I will stick to cassettes. Oh god, especially because if it was the portable ones, mm-hmm. like the batteries ran down in no time. They skipped yeah. all the time. It was just awful. Absolutely yeah. awful. And also. Tape, it was had, tapes until mp3s basically if you had a long album it wouldn't play the last couple of tracks because the fucking laser didn't reach that far yeah yeah on the fucking cd those things were fucking awful yeah i i bought one and i went back to tapes yep and then i stayed with tapes um i wish i'd done mini disc i kind of wish i'd done mini disc but i didn't uh I, I waited until basically phones and mp3 players were a thing um yeah so uh but anyway um yeah so he's got this uh this cd player for the car and uh of course he has to take cassandra to his other love the fender and uh they they go to the uh the guitar shop and um <laughs> the guy, i love the guy is like he's like i'd like to look at this guitar please like again <laughs> it's I like, know, I like yes. the, before we get the guy when they get there and he goes oh i will use the can i help you riff yeah can i help you <laughs> um <clears throat> but of course he's uh you know he, he obviously asks to look at this guitar all the time yeah um and uh starts playing stairway and is told no not to play stairway there's like even a sign um apparently that's a thing in in a lot of in a lot of um guitar shops because i think people the staff would get pissed off with hearing apparently everybody wanted to play stairway mm. I, I can't imagine that's such a problem anymore but no i wouldn't have thought so but you know i guess for a period <laughs> yeah um meanwhile garth starts playing the drums uh and i love how he just starts by like tapping a cymbal yep just tapping the cymbals and then he goes into this massive drum solo and then some guy comes up and he's like dude you're amazing. He's like, <laughs> I like to play. <laughs> I like to play, yeah. <laughs> Just taps one of the symbols again. Um, apparently, uh, he, that's him. He actually can play the drums. So he, Yeah, I mean, it, to be honest, it, it's one of the, not to, I, I can't play drums for shit, so I'm not, no. I'm not bragging. It's not that amazing of a solo. <laughs> like, it's, no, cool. it's cool. It's cool. Like, you know. But the, like, the, the, the I, guy acts like it's the I best thing he's ever seen in his the life. Drum kit. I've never used it, but I own one. Why? Um, Was that like so a, a thing you wanted to do but never got I've around to? I've always or? wanted to play the drums, right? Okay. And um, it was one of those things that I just never got around to, right? And then years ago, for some 
when we were still at the radio station yes dave wanted to make a band so he got a guitar and he was gonna do it and he bought me a drum kit holy so like shit second hand drum kit it was like my he bought it for my for as a present for me for like my birthday sort of thing sure and nothing ever came of it so now you've just got a drum kit so now i've just got a drum kit in my garage that's just doing nothing it's pretty cool though occasionally i'll go in and like tap it a couple of times and (laughs) like garth i just can't play it at all so yeah oh that's cool i uh it it looks good i i started learning keyboard once that was uh that was was a thing i did for a while i was starting i was like it took me i'm really bad the same problem i get with drums and guitar is doing like different things with my hands and uh, i was just getting to the point of getting reasonable at it and then i injured my forearm tendon in the gym and i couldn't play it properly for a little while and then i just like i was just i was just getting there and then i was like now i've lost it again you know and i was like i can't have to fuck it (laughs) you know i'm one of those people i'm like if i can't play guitar like hendrix after a month I might like, <laughs> yeah, fuck no. it. It's not going yeah. anywhere. Move on. Yeah, um, I'm not Keith Moon, so I'll, I'll exactly right. Uh, so you know, it it didn't last. But uh, I did. Uh, that was the one instrument I did. I did give a go. I got reasonable, but never. Yeah, never. I took the guitar lessons at school. The thing is, I think I because could, I could like play Apache, and that was it. That was the only thing I learned how to play was was Apache. Mm. I, I I did like I I dabbled with vocals in bands in school. <laughs> the thing is, there was never any shorts. There were never any short supply of guitar players. It's yeah. like in our school, it was like you know, don't need guitars. There's plenty of guitar players. We just need need, need every other member, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, keyboard I, I I played with for a bit. But uh, anyway, today's a different day because today is the day that Wayne is actually going to buy the Fender because uh, the the shop clerk's like, can I put it back now? Like, yeah. are you done? Because you get the impression that Wayne does this every day. It's like, well, it can be, we... yeah, at least every week. He, yeah, he goes, he goes into the shop. The guy is sick of him at this point. He's like, oh, okay, fine. Um, but he's like, no, not today, my good man. I'm feeling saucy. I think I'm going to buy her. Um, and of course, he's got like, just walking around with like 500 quid cash or something. Yeah um but uh but yeah so um i can't remember whether it's at the it's after i think it's after this where uh you know wayne's obviously signed with benjamin and told benjamin about cassandra um and i can't remember whether it was at the uh at her loft gig that cassandra that he meets cassandra for the first time or if it's just later at another gig um again i only watched it the day and i cannot remember no I, my memory's terrible either way he get he, he, he tries take, they take him to the club don't they they take him there and he sees them yeah he sees them obviously once or two yeah i guess maybe he went with with wayne and garth because wayne and garth were just kind of you know signing with him or whatever yeah and uh he he immediately chats her up and then it's like oh, i'm not chatting you up and she's like good thing uh, and yeah. he's like, oh no, I'm actually a producer. We'd love to make a music video for you, which obviously we will learn later was obviously just a ploy to get with her. Like yeah. the whole thing was a ploy. And maybe, I guess, maybe he sees a bit of money in her, but it's pretty clear what his intentions are from the off. And I love that Garth immediately pegs it. Yep. And Wayne, again, Wayne can't see it. Nope. Uh, despite being the lead, Wayne is kind of the fool. Yeah. Through the movie, Garth is the one that kind of sees everything. 
for what it I is. Don't, I, I don't know how much they had, you know, yet to fight for that. Mm. I guess it's probably quite a bit. Yeah, I think your your point earlier is absolutely spot on, though. And it is that, that Garth doesn't have the ego. Yeah. Wayne is, like, driven by his ego. You know, he, he wants the girl and he wants the fame. And Garth, because Garth is content with what he's got, he yep. sees everything for what it is. Yeah, he just, um, he, just loves, he just loves Wayne. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because of course, you know, she, like Cassandra's basically like, well, you know, you can, uh, you can come to our next gig or whatever. And he's like, oh, can I, can I get hold of you somehow? And she's like, oh yeah, we got flyers at the door. Like she doesn't believe a word he's saying. No. Um. But uh, but yeah, of course, at this show is where uh, Wayne and, and Garth actually meet the uh, the the music producer of uh, sharp records right frankie sharp no that's a bit is it they meet the bodyguard here don't they which is how they start off on this whole thing no they he benjamin gives them the tickets to see alice cooper and they oh is that where they meet them yeah no you're right sorry no you're right it is at that gig isn't it it is at that gig so i guess next we've got the the meal at benjamin's house would that be right do we have the the initial show first where he's talking to them and they do the thing with the green screen oh yeah possibly and he's trying to teach them how to basically produce for tv as opposed to yeah. produce for like cable access um like no no you that... don't count three and you don't count from three you count yeah, down to three and then it's silent and they just cannot <laughs> get it and i love when uh when wayne and garth keep nodding and they're like no stop nodding like stop yeah. counting with them and it's like <laughs> And I even the, I love the, the the two, especially the two dudes. Is it um, Lee Ter, uh, Tergesian, and um, what's his name? Uh, oh, he was what he was. He, he, Michael DeLuise. Mm. Those dudes are, are, are brilliant. Yeah, because you can, they're, the, they're like the only two with actual long hair as well. They're the only ones. Yeah, they're the only ones that were committed to the role. Yeah. Yeah, and I love that. There's a brilliant bit. When, in the beginning, when they're doing the show, and um, I think it's Michael DeLuise is on the on the decks or on the the, the control board, mm. and there, it's it's and it, it sort of explodes and spikes, and he just hits it with a wrench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the... the bit with the green screen where they're like, we're we're, we're in New York, hey, we're in New York, and then we're in we're in Hawaii, hey, when they're doing all the, the, the like little bits together, they go, hey, we're in. Delaware. <laughs> Hello, like, I'm in Delaware. I'm Delaware. <laughs> I have no idea about Delaware, but from from a, a few things I've heard, it sounds like there is nothing in Delaware. So no, no, I, I was yeah, yeah, like you, I've never been there. <clears throat> I my only knowledge of Delaware is actually from this movie, so I assume it's really dull. <laughs> like that's that's you know, um, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, I I I love this. I my my favorite one is is the next show they do with the sponsor when oh, they, yeah. they've got the whole introduction and stuff and they're like yeah they've 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 you know they've jazzed up the tune jazzed up everything and then it's... you know wayne's like oh you know party on garth and garth's like i guess like, i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> shell-shocked looking around but uh cassandra does uh does does question with wayne she's like you know have you met this benjamin guy and he's like yeah we signed with him he's great you know like he's he's like the hottest producer um so of course you know she agrees to to meet with him uh which i think is where we get the 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 meal 
uh yeah. in in benjamin's apartment which is like as as gar says is like it's like a babe magnet yeah if, if i if, if you she was my girlfriend i wouldn't bring her here no it's, and it's again garth is spot on garth sees it all he sees yeah. it all he brings he brings out all the how to date chicks books and yeah and oh yeah because he goes through his books doesn't he yeah yeah, yeah. And the ribbed for her pleasure ew <laughs> it's like wow you really have no clue do you you bless you but, and it's that way he, he goes to his diary and he goes, well, is it that the diary says something like, uh, get terrible uh, cable access show and, and exploit two dweebs. And, and this is the only time where Garth is completely clueless. Like, yeah. I'd hate to be those guys. It's like, oh, <laughs> God. And presumably it's literally the date that they met as well. It's like yeah. literally that day. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and... Um, I love, I love when they they turn up in the apartment. Cassandra's like blown away. She's, oh my god, you've got like you know this balcony and and all of this stuff. And Wayne's like, when I move out of my parents' basement, I want to get a place just like this. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think he, he, the whole the thing with the balcony is like, oh, you can really hock a loogie over this. <laughs> but weirdly, she does seem to be into that. So. No, it's funny that. <laughs> And I love that when he he does he he orders food in in can- perfect Cantonese. Perfect, yeah, and and presumably that probably is actually Cantonese as well. Yeah, I would I I, I would guess. So. Yeah, and I like the the I I want some cream of, of some young guy. Apparently, that joke they use that joke, and I think everybody was like, "No, I don't think we should use this." And and it was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we've got to. It's it's funny." And they're like, "No, I don't think we should." And apparently, Rob Lowe was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's definitely funny." So they kept it in, and apparently, when they did a test screening, it absolutely killed. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, we're definitely keeping that in, then. I laughed the first time I heard it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, I haven't now. I did but, this time, yeah, But, but I did. Of, I mean, it's, it still brings a smile, at least. <clears throat> yeah, 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 totally. Um, so, you know, basically, Cassandra's agreed she's going to do this music video. Um, and... Uh, Garth like, almost to get rid of them. Yeah, basically to get rid of them. Um and to kind of I, I don't know if he like kind of suspects that Garth is onto him a bit. He's like there's the, there's the bit where he goes to speak to him at some point. I can't remember which point it is. He goes to speak to him and It's about uh, the sponsor, he, isn't it? Yeah, oh yes, it is, yeah. And it's with the sponsor, yeah. That's is that later? Uh I don't know at this point. I, I'm kind of I'm not sure. I, I feel like it's after the Alice Cooper gig that they do the sponsor. Yeah. Um But he's making the he, he's making a um, a hand. A robot, a robot hand or something. Yeah, a robot. He's making a robot to kill Benjamin. Oh, is that the idea? Yeah. Right. Because he's he's in love with Wayne and you know he's getting distracted. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I think just basically to to distract Garth and and Wayne, uh, he's like, hey, I've got all access tickets to Alice Cooper if you fancy it. Um. And basically sell, sends them to uh, Milwaukee. Um. And uh, basically says, hey, Cassandra, I'll produce your music video. You know, you'll love it. Um, and you're right. I think it it is at the Alice Cooper show that they meet uh, Frankie Sharp, head of Sharp yeah. Record. They meet his bodyguard, they, they right? They meet him. They just see his they meet, car. They meet his bodyguard, though, don't they? It, yes. Well, he's a bouncer, isn't he? Well, bouncer bodyguard. Chris yeah. Wiley. 
Um, and of course, this this he's will come in entirely. Di- I I didn't. I never realised he's playing an entirely different character in the second movie. I'd always presumed it was the same character. But oh, it's so not. did I. Is it not? No, it's a different character apparently. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I assumed that as well. Do you know one thing I'd never noticed before until the other day when I rewatched this mm. <clears throat> is the um, old man withers. Oh, he's in the beginning. He's I never noticed that shot. before. And then I, because yeah. I, I, it kind of feels odd because they, they focus on him and he's like, how's that theme park business? And he like yeah. kind of looks around and I'd never put two and two together until this time I watched it. I was like, oh, okay. That's what that was. Yeah. It's just like this throwaway thing earlier on in the movie that later uh-huh. on is like, oh, actually <laughs> they did pay it off. Um, But anyway, yeah. So they go see Alice Cooper. And of course, you know, he's doing Feed My Frankenstein. Um which they wanted of uh, schools out apparently. Feed my like, Frankenstein was the more recent song though, wasn't it? Exactly, so I guess like yeah, he's like, no, if I'm doing anything, I'm doing my you know my current Alice stuff. Brilliant song to do. Oh, it's a superb song. Have you ever seen Alice in concert? No, I never have. One of the I'm one so of the people I've always wanted to see. Oh, he's fucking awesome. Mm. He, he genuinely knows how to put on a show. I, mean, I really wanted to see him uh, during like the Brutal Planet period. Yeah. Um, you know, because he kind of became like big again, and you know, or I guess he was always big, but he kind of, you know, he kind of fell yeah, into that Rob he's... Zombie kind of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, that I, I've always wanted to see him. I have now saying that I've seen lots of his live yes. VHS yeah. back in the day. I watched a lot of his live VHS stuff um, back yeah. when he had uh, what was the name of the guy? I, don't, I can't remember his name now. He used to have this guy. It was like this fucking guitarist who was ludicrously muscly. Like, ludicrously oh, oh, muscly. I know who you mean. I can't remember his name. Though. Not the guy in this video, because in, in in, on stage here is not. It's just some other dude. But yeah. there was this guy that he had at one point who was just ridiculous. I know the dude you mean. I cannot. I don't remember what So I always remember seeing a live uh, concert of that with him. Yep. Um, but I've, I've always been... wanted to see him. Always. The, the the concert I saw, he had, they brought out the guillotine. Obviously, they had the they had an electric chair. They had the the stuff that he you know they had a massive stomping uh, Frankenstein's monster on the, mm. you know running around. It's fucking awesome. I, he, he yeah he he is all about the show and yeah. showmanship. I do remember having the the opportunity to see him, but they they were doing a stripped down tour, and mm. I was like, what was the point? <laughs> Like, yep. that's not why I'm seeing Alice Cooper. If I'm going to see Alice Cooper, I'm seeing him for the full show, you know. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm I always sure, wanted I'm to. I'm sure even the stripped down show would probably have been Well, they'd still have the guillotine and stuff, I'm sure. But, you know, yeah. I, I just, you know, I always wanted to see them. But I, I haven't yet. So uh, time's probably running out on that front. But... Yeah. <clears throat> but that, I do, you know, the, they call, I love the way they're sort of showing their past to everybody as they go through. Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, we're, we're VIPs. Look at us. Yeah. And they end up on, they take a wrong turn and end up outside where they meet Chris Fardy's ring. And I love the way he's like, hey, is that Alice's, Alice's um, limo? He's like, no, that's uh, Sharp. He's got Mr. Big. Mr. Big, like, head of Sharp Records, yeah. He's going to be going to this place and this place. He's going to Detroit. And I love the way he moves, he's moving his hands as he's saying this thing. He's like, doing these full circle motions and stuff. And this and is. Love, when, he, when he comes to the end, he says Detroit and he pushes his hand out in, into the distance and then he, he thinks about it for a second and then moves it to where i guess it's supposed to be yeah yeah and um 
this is the the first of well it may not be the first actually he may have done it previous in his career but this this joke reoccurs in a lot of mike myers stuff where he's like wow that was a lot of exposition that we just got yeah. given right there but you know i guess that might come in handy later yeah you an awful lot of information uh, but yeah, so uh, they they then ultimately end up getting invited to to meet Alice Cooper, um, and uh, they're like you know obviously blown away by him. But they they manage to contain themselves for a while. Yeah. Uh, you know they're like oh you know do you come to Milwaukee Milwaukee very often and and of course Alice Cooper starts who is very knowledgeable in real life starts. There's the, partly they <clears throat> he, they turned up and he just thought they were there to play to just do the. Yeah, and they handed him a script apparently, and like to, here, learn this. It's like okay, you've got like five minutes to learn this script, but apparently because he's a historian, um, he knew all the stuff about Milwaukee and everything anyway, so he just did that. Right, and, it's, and I love it's I brilliant. Love it. it is brilliant. The guy says, "Isn't isn't Milwaukee an Indian name?" Because why? Well, yes, it is, Pete. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the band, the curious band member who's like, yeah. "Oh, hey, Alice, tell us more." <laughs> He's on a little, little adventure about the, the, the visitors to Milwaukee, and, and, and then of course they do that. We're not wearing anything which, again, which is something that we all did. Yeah, and do you know what? It it's it's funny here with Alice, where Alice yeah. is like, "Oh, get up, get up!" You're... Oh no, no, sorry, is is it's, it's funny here because because Alice is like, "Oh, you know, like, oh." Fine, yeah, he, puts, he puts the kiss the ring and hand out but he? i always think he's paid off so well in wade's world 2 with aerosmith where he's like get up get up you're worthy you know he's like yeah. oh um yeah i love this is this for me is like this is like peak alice cooper yeah you know um feed my frankenstein and um poisoned yeah um great stuff um but uh anyway Wayne's World is now a a ludicrous production. Yeah. Uh, although I uh, do, we get the uh, we might get the 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 camera one, camera two scene with. Uh, oh, with Cassandra. Wayne yeah. and Cassandra yeah. here, yeah, where Cassandra it comes in, but yeah, is the, the 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 camera one camera is very funny. It is, yeah. And he, when he does the the underwear while she's trying to talk seriously with her bass player, who's not uh, the guitarist, who's not going to turn up to the yeah. video shoot. Um. <clears throat> that's humping the uh the mummy yeah i do with the happy birthday mr president thing um <laughs> but uh anyway wade's world is now revamped and they have this revamped opening and, and, and ridiculousness um which uh because oh sorry yeah we should say sorry previous to this they they basically said you know uh they i think he'd sent um russell was it russell no uh yeah russell <clears throat> he sent russell to try and uh basically speak to the guys about having noah vandoff on as a sponsor and they're like they, they go through this whole speech of like i love the the bit one of my favorite moments in comedy is that that meme of garth in the full reebok attire when he's like oh it's like when you know people just do stuff for money and that's really sad <laughs> <laughs> I think, oh, oh i can't talk about this right now i've got a headache yeah <laughs> <clears throat> I love the the, the the Pizza Hut. The, 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 yeah. it's the choice of a generation, the Pepsi. There, so. And those tablets, which I don't think we got over here, those headache no. or migraine pills, and they're like, and I don't think they exist anymore either. <laughs> they just goes to black and white in his hand, yep. and like yellow, small, different. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but uh but yeah anyway so they've basically been told like hey look you have to do this anyway like you have to we own your show you have to do it so of course russell comes out beforehand and he's like guys just read off the cards that's all you need to do sponsor read off the cards and he's like oh have you got a pen and like russell being russell you know innocent russell like oh yeah sure here's a pen um but of course he he writes on the back of the the cards um so he does the interview as scripted for yeah. for noah after the the ludicrous intro that they now got with the you know the announcer and everything yeah um and uh yeah wayne starts off he's like, oh i need to talk about our sponsor noah vanderhoof and uh so he's talking about his amusement arcades and he's following the script and russell's like hey he's following the script but then of course he's written stuff on the back of all the cards and uh, I, I love Russell's reaction when afterwards Russell's like, I promise you that wasn't written on the cards when I gave <laughs> yeah, them to him. <laughs> like as if he would have done that. Um, <coughs> yeah, it's things like, I, uh, he blows goats, I have the proof. <laughs> yeah, and of course everyone's laughing and Noah's wife thinks he's really popular. Yeah. She, she, she has, she's like oh you've got such a reaction from the back. Up, up on it. She, I'm sure she can see the cards where she stood, but yeah i guess not. i don't know but she's like oh you got such a great reaction from the back um but anyway um you know benjamin says that wayne you know after the show he's like wayne can i see you upstairs please uh and basically fires him he's like oh you can't wayne's like you can't fire me you know well i'm taking my show and he's like no we own your show you sold the rights dickhead like we we own your show um so (laughs) wayne storms off and they're like cut back from commercial and it's just garth just sat there freaking out freaking out yeah just like and uh, this is normal this is the guy who's like you ever seen that that movie where the guy's head explodes (laughs) (laughs) oh so good um but basically garth is really pissed off about this garth's like you you shouldn't have like walked out on me and just left me hanging you know yeah and uh they have this massive argument because previously sorry i forgot to mention previously they had this really cool scene where they they let the plane fly over them landing plane and stuff they have this massive argument now uh but it's kind of broken up by a plane landing well, it's it's not it's not it's it, the the noise of the plane going over it means that you miss everything. You miss that, all the important parts. Yeah, everything that he's saying, which is obviously lots of swears, and because because well, it's basically like a reality check. Mother right? with that mouth, Damien, yeah. he calls him Damien. <laughs> <laughs> which is well, I think it's really funny, but it is really funny because we do we did forget that there was an initial, an initial scene with them on the the car with the planes and. They again, like with the, when we said about the theme tunes, they're whistling the Star Trek theme tune while they're looking out in space, sort of thing. I don't know if he actually whistled that, but it was a very good whistle. It is it was an impressive it is whistle. Star Trek, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very impressive whistle, though. Yeah, um, and I, I like the um, that's the, there was that really funny one where they're they're just doing. Apparently, they were just doing ad. They were just ad libbing stuff, mm. and the actual the the, the, the guy says. Did you ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when he dressed up as a girl bunny? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Wayne just starts pissing himself laughing. Yeah, He's like, like, no. no. <laughs> Me neither. I'm just saying. Just, just I, wondering. Apparently the, the actual, 
the laugh came from another thing that was said and it was just added on to that but it works brilliantly it, it works really naturally actually it kind of feels like it should have been for that scene yeah um but yes so I think that, um, that was apparently something that myers used to do when they were kids was sit underneath landing planes i imagine it's quite a thing I'd love to have done that. that yeah, would... I was thinking when I see, whenever I see that scene, I'm like, that would be really cool to experience. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, you know, Wayne and Garth's friendship is 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 falling apart, and uh, he's also feeling increasingly jealous about Benjamin, particularly because Garth basically said the dude is clearly yeah. after Cassandra, like clearly, uh. and clearly you can't compete with that man. Look at his house and all of his good looks and his, you know. Uh, is you know his knowledge of of wines and uh and, and whatnot yeah. and champagne, um. So Wayne is a dick to Cassandra, basically. Um, yeah. and and uh, yeah, he basically accuses her of boning him. And- yeah, and he's like, "Well, he fucked me, and now he's fucking you." Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but Cassandra's like, "How dare you?" You know, like I'm I'm like actually a talented musician and my band are actually going places like how dare you insinuate that i'm only i've only getting this far because he wants to get with me you know um which you know even though wayne is is technically correct he is being a sleaze i think there is an element of like he obviously did see money in her in her band anyway yeah at the same time um and uh you know if it was the shitty beatles he might have a point but (laughs) Crucial Taunt, rubbish name aside, the, yeah. the the songs are kind of awesome. The covers they do are great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the Ballroom yeah. Blitz cover, I'm like, that was, I was a, just going to say, solid. The, the, the cover of Ballroom Blitz is fucking awesome. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, uh, I love the Sweets version. But oh, me too. It's fucking still good. Yeah. I saw the Sweet. Really? I don't, I don't know how many members were left, but yeah. I was going to say it. I... Yeah. They were great. How long ago was that? Uh, I saw them supporting Rainbow, so... Uh, oh, wow. 20... Uh, 18, 17, 18, somewhere around there. 18? Okay. Or maybe 19. 18 or 19. Yeah, they were cool. With how many How many people were in Rainbow from the original lineup? Oh, Blackmore. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. It was probably just yeah. Blackmore. It was, it was Blackmore <laughs> and, uh, and, and a band. Um, <laughs> they had a very good... Multiple touring bands. I think Yes. Mm. Is there like three different versions of Yes wandering around? Yeah. I mean, the thing, I guess, like with with Rainbow, Rainbow always had like a rotating cast of of, of people anyway. So it's less of a, you know, less of a thing. But yeah, it was was basically Blackmore and, uh, well, I guess Candice did do some backing vocals for Rainbow. So she was still around, obviously, doing backing vocals. But. uh, They had Ronnie Romero on vocals, who is a fantastic vocalist. Um, I mainly went. It was it was one of those bloody annoying things where my I, I wanted to take my dad to see. I realized one day that my dad had never seen any of the bands that he loves. Mm. So as a kid, he watched. He loved all these bands. I mean, he gave me my taste in rock. Right, I yeah. grew up listening to Deep Purple and Rainbow and White Snake and all of that stuff, Iron Maiden. But he'd never seen any of them. So I I started wanting to take him to all of those guys because i'm like they're not going to be around much longer we need to do this now so we saw white snake and we saw you know, a bunch of bands but one of them was was rainbow and i remember like we were sat there show's about to start obviously this is rainbow in birmingham that was like yeah i don't know best part of probably 100 150 odd quid by the time you 
factored everything in for the two tickets yeah and we're sat there and my dad's like yeah i, I got this chance to i i remember they were playing bristol once uh, and i never went and i was like you fuck that probably would have cost you like 15 quid if you swam back then yeah. <laughs> now here we are you know but uh no it was cool it was cool but the the suite were were, were uh supporting um and they they seemed they were really cool but they they were um they were one of those bands they were like god we they kind of the front man was like look we we're so thankful that people are clapping and know our songs because although we've been covered by a shitload of bands yeah. we never really got that big in the uk right. we were never that massive right. um and they just seemed really thankful that people knew them because of course def leppard have done sweet covers and you know all sorts yeah. of bands have done covers of sweet um one of the funny things i love about the sweet is that they were they were sort of like a glam rock band mm. that weren't really a glam rock band it's like they just sort of picked it they just fell into it, yeah. And I heard somebody describe the suite as a, a bunch of builders that fell into their mother's <laughs> That kind of fits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like actually having seen them live, the older they've gotten, the more builder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They've definitely got the look of retired builders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Slightly yeah. glammed up Mark retired builders. Bowie, they were not. Yeah. <laughs> But they were great live. I don't know how many of them were left, but they were they were great. They were really good. Um, I remember because I didn't know who was supporting. I was just going for Rainbow, and then when the Sweet came out, I was like, "Oh, the Sweet, awesome!" You know, that's cool. Sorry, what? Oh, that's a really good support. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I was really impressed. Yeah, I was really surprised. I'm happy with seeing the Sweet actually. Yeah, and it was even better because it was unexpected. I didn't even know they were supporting them, so yeah. uh, it was really cool. One of the one of the best supports I most surprising and best supports I ever saw was something was went to see Blondie. Oh, and, Blondie live would have been cool. um, Squeeze were support. Oh, nice. And it's like, I fucking love Squeeze. I did, didn't know they were supporting until we basically got there. <laughs> My wife bought cool. me tic- uh, tickets mm. for my birthday. Fucking awesome. That is awesome. Um, I can't remember what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> We got, got onto the ballroom blitz and we got completely distracted. Oh yeah, of course. Wayne is Jeff ruining everything in his life. So he has the argument with Cassandra. He is an asshole. Uh, and she basically breaks up with him. Um, and, you know, she just doesn't trust him anymore. She's like, well, you think this... You know, you think I basically am just sleeping my way to success and that's not the case at all. Um, and she obviously genuinely loves Wayne and was happy with Wayne. And it's, it's Wayne's insecurities that are the issue. There is that bit when they're talking when they're at, during the camera one camera two thing where he goes into this thing about will you love me when i'm at my um he gets to the point of like overweight elvis dying yeah, on a toilet shankar stage where it was like the beatles and stuff and then and then he goes to the to the overweight bodysuit toilet thing. yeah yeah and she says yes every time i like that when is the uh the bloated dead on a toilet uh bodysuit stage she pauses and thinks about it yeah <laughs> she's like mm, yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so you know she's yeah fair enough she's she's had enough so um he's he's screwed up but um he does manage to reconcile with garth um and yeah. and they basically come up with this scheme to to get cassandra back yeah and it is an elaborate scheme. again just Sure, there's slightly weird things about Garth when when they turn up because he goes they're going back to the donut shop, don't they? Yeah. 
Because Gar's uh, doing the, the whole like betrayal thing with the donuts, right? Yeah, he's yeah. massacring a donut person with, <laughs> with, a, with the puck. Yeah. yeah, there's there's something not quite right about Gar, is there? <laughs> no, he's definitely serial killer material. <laughs> <clears throat> there's a horror film with Garth. Yeah. There, are, there are bodies in Garth's basement. Let's, uh... <laughs> like a, a Cable Guy style movie. I have never seen Cable Guy. It's alright. It's got, some, it's I, got I, moments. It's got moments. I think it's one of those movies that I tried to watch once and was like, no, I can't. Mm, that's fair. And I like most Adam, uh, Adam Sandler. <coughs> um, oh, for fuck's Jim sake. Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah, I like most Jim Carrey movies, but yeah. for some reason that one I just couldn't get into. I'm I'm much more of a fan of of Jim Carrey's serious stuff than his comedy stuff mm. personally. But yeah. um, Eternal Sunshine is fucking brilliant. I rewatched that not so long ago. It is still a masterpiece. Yeah, I love it's that a film. film. Wonderful film. Um, but anyway, yeah, they they make up at the uh, at the uh, I can't went to call it a restaurant, but it's basically a donut stop. Um. And uh, they they hatch this scheme, and it is a, quite an elaborate scheme. Um, yeah. They're basically going to broadcast Wayne's World to Frankie Sharp as he passes, because of course the the bouncer bodyguard gave all of this the yeah. precise time that he'd be travelling through that they could get picked up, um, and just hope that he's on the right channel, which is the other thing they've not taken into account. <laughs> yeah. that he might not even be watching TV. I, I, which i think they should have done as an ending yeah another scene with ed o'neill as well when the 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 guy at the cable thing he's saying he lost his job and stuff and he's like what do you because what because you know what i'm gonna do you want to take out his uh his still beating heart from his chest look it so that he can see it black see how black it is like no i was just gonna call the union it's like I love well, where he's like, well, it's a cruel world out there. It just yeah, walks it's off. World out there. <laughs> he's so good. Like that that little role is just so funny. It's brilliant. It's such a good sketch. It's the kind of thing that you'd expect Python to do. Yeah. Is is just like a a, a reoccurring sketch in, in the but flying circus or something. He was in one of the uh SNL ones. He was a um, yeah. <clears throat> uh he was a uh, drive teacher, mm-hmm. driving school teacher, something like <clears throat> driving at school, driving. Teacher. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. and that sketch is pretty, pretty funny because they do a, a whole uh, drink driving thing, which which is brilliant. Oh. Did you also get that brilliant bit where they're, they're in the, the donut shop and he says, "I got because because I know what I'm gonna do when he opens that door and there's all those like dudes training and." shooting things and, <laughs> and they're like what are they for he's like don't know do these people and he's like i don't know i just wanted to open a door and, and see a bunch of people training it's like they're not gonna do anything with them you almost feel like that's actually what mike myers felt it's yep. like i just love that scene when they open a room and you just see people training for no reason he's like i want yeah. that in the movie for no reason uh-huh. um but uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure that's probably it's, it's what led to the austin power stuff isn't it it's, oh for sure yeah yeah you know, clearly he's got a, he had a massive love for those those like Bond and Bond type movies. Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, so Garth is going to go with the rest of the crew uh, and basically set up the Wayne's World 
yeah. side they, of things. They, they all say they're help. Like even the copper and and the yeah. the, you know, the cable dude, uh, the cable other guy is like, we'll, we'll help. Like they've no reason to help at all, but they're gonna help. Um, and and meanwhile, Wayne is is gonna go and get Cassandra. Um, so <laughs> I, I love you get Wayne speeding as fast as he can uh, in, in yeah. the Mirthmobile to try and get to Cassandra's video shoot um, and he, of course he gets pulled over by Robert Patrick wonderful yep. cameo fantastic that's, again I think that's another one that they sort of thought is this going to work is this going to be funny it was funny I, I laughed a lot the first time I saw it I thought it was genius I think the, the first time when, when you initially do it I, I think your brain sort of goes Hey, it's like, it's 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 like Terminator Two, and then it literally is Terminator Two, and you're like, because he does Terminator the walk, is <laughs> because he does the walk, and you can't quite yeah. see his face, or no. at least you couldn't on VHS, but you could tell that walk. It was like, oh, he's walking like the T1000. Then of course he gets to the door, and it actually is, and he's like, yeah, brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. Um, so uh, anyway, he he gets there and um he try he begs with cassandra to speak to her and cassandra's like i don't want to talk to you um and he basically admits he's been a dick he's like i'm I'm wrong and he's like i've got this plan to save you to to basically catapult you to fame um but of course benjamin basically talks her out of it and you know basically (laughs) says to wayne you know you're a loser we you know we own your show and just go away and i I love the bit where he's He's going through all that, all the, the the horrible things, how much of a dick he was, and he, he goes over to that jug of water and he's just splashing it on his face. He's like, like "I never I'm learned crying. to read." <laughs> yeah, I never learned to read. Just, She's like, "Is that true?" It's like everything well, yeah, apart yeah, from yeah, the, except reading. For the read part. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I love the the video as well they're making. She's got that massive fucking snake on her, and it's like way She's too like heavy. dressed dressed like a cave woman, and you know, it reminds me of that scene in uh, is it Rocky Two? Yeah, the uh, the when they go through all the different TV ads that that Rocky yeah, has to do, they've got Rocky in a bloody loin, uh, like a Tarzan get up in a cage and stuff. It's I like, there are like, some bits I absolutely adore of Rocky too, and the, the bits when he's like he can't read, <laughs> he's like yeah. trying to read the 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 cue cards. Ah, <clears throat> oh, brilliant. Um, yeah, it, it does very much is very much reminiscent of that. She's like in this cave girl outfit uh, with the snake and stuff, and um. He uh he's like, Well well if this is a music video, where are your bandmates? And the bandmates just walk back. Hi Wayne, he's like, Oh, oh hi guys. He's like, but I know one thing for sure, there's no tape in this camera and the tape just keeps falling out. Love, it's so funny that it the longer it goes on, the funnier it is. <laughs> um and, and of course, yeah, like, you know, Benjamin's like, Look, just accept it, you're lost. I won. Yep. Go away. Um, but then, of course, he's stood behind her, isn't he? And he's like, oh, you know, you're better off without him. You know, he's he's a loser. Um, but then, of course, she feels something and she's like, is that you or the snake? And, and of course, she real- she looks around and realizes the snake is actually on her shoulder. So yeah. she's like, uh, Wayne, I've changed my mind. <laughs> and uh, of course he apologizes again to her and he says you know i've been a, been an asshole I've been an idiot um but i'm gonna save your career i've got a thing to to make your career um so of course they head back uh meanwhile garth and the crew uh are, are setting up uh russell tries to stop them briefly i, I love the bit with russell he's Russell's great dragon. he's so cute 
you can't because you, I'm not I'm not gonna let you. Benjamin is a good guy, so I think it's no, because he's not. And I love the way he's got that torch. He's got because <laughs> Garf takes nah. the batteries out of it. <laughs> I don't like the but the the line he says to him. Uh, if if Benjamin if Benjamin was an ice cream flavor, he'd be praline and dick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love I love the way he takes the batteries out of the uh, the the torch. Yeah, like it, yeah, like it's, like it's a gun. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, he's okay. He's gonna be okay. It's all good. <laughs> and then of course Russell's like, hi. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's what I love about I Russell. <laughs> Russell's just a good boy. He, he's just very loyal to people. He <laughs> yeah. just wants to be a good guy. He's, he doesn't understand. Um, so of course, uh, you know, Wayne and Cassandra are on their way back. Um, they they get there and start the show, um, and you know Wayne says, you know, this is a Wayne's world for for one person. It's going out to Mister Big specifically, and of course we get the ballroom blitz, um, and we see the 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 uh, the limousine skids and does this U turn and heads yep. up the road and and whatever is the song's playing. Uh, we get the um the cavity search of Benjamin by the police officer yep. gets yep. pulled over. And the look on Rob's face is perfect. <laughs> when he snaps, when he snaps the glove. Perfect is the glove snaps. It's so good. <laughs> um, and uh, and of course it all goes to shit. So, yeah. uh, Mister Big turns up and he's like, "Hey, I saw your show and you're you're great, but you're just not ready for this. It's yeah, not your I time." Don't think it's the right time. It's like. I remember being sat in the audience the first time around. It's like, did it get you the first time? Because it got me. I, I was like, what? Did. I was like, I'm, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? I'm pretty sure I, it was like, are they going to end it badly? This sucks. Yeah, 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 totally. I, it got me the first time. It's, it's hard to put yourself back in that first watch. But the yeah. first time I was like, what? what's going on? Like, I was having a good time. Why, why is this happening? <clears throat> um and uh and yeah and then cassandra's a complete bitch in this scene she turns around she's like you ruined my career and it's like well not really like he tried really hard it's really sweet what he tried to do yeah you know it's, it's not really harmed your career at all like you can still you're still like massively popular and can go out and continue your career like what he actually did was quite sweet but for the scene she's a dick and she's like oh you've yeah, ruined my career i hate you shitty ending, isn't it? yeah and benjamin's there all smug um and like yeah, i like, knew you'd never amount to anything and you know yeah you get the you, you get that cut away where they're sort of at a poolside and she's in a bikini yes yeah. like drinks or something and he's like you didn't actually think that, he, that wayne would get her did you and and the the, the house catches on fire from the one of the yeah, lights yeah, explodes like or something with the wind scene, isn't it? and uh they're like oh we can't end it like this and they're like oh let's let's do the the, the scooby-doo ending which yeah. is where, where we get the old man withers no, who <laughs> old man withers is perfect in that role he he yeah. delivers that i would have gotten away with it too line exactly like the cartoon like yeah. he's spot on <laughs> um, and then they're like oh that was great well uh, and uh, of course you get garf um garf's fucking um scooby impression dan's yeah. scooby impression is really good um but then they're like, okay, let's do the mega happy ending. Um, and basically, Mr. Big comes down. And he's like, oh, I love your song. You're great. We get to see Benjamin's walk from the car. Yes. When he gets out of the car, and he's like barely walked from the cavity search. I think they show that every time. Oh, they, they might do. I, I think I just, I remember it more with the mega happy ending than the uh, <laughs> the sad version. But you're probably right. 
but yeah, um, six album deal and uh, <laughs> yeah, six album deal based off of one cover that I heard on the on Access TV. Sure. Yeah. Well, it is the mega happy ending. It is the mega happy ending. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> and I like that when uh, Watson says, I, I, I found out that uh, two men, the platonic love can exist between two grown men. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> it's all he wanted the whole time. Just be yeah. happy. Um. Oh, God. Matt. What's that? Fuck. Well, I was just going to say, because I've, I've just reading through the Wikipedia synopsis, Garth gets with the the waitress the the, the girl he's been fantasizing yeah. over but we forgot the foxy lady scene oh we forgot the foxy lady it just reminded me as one of the all, most awkward things ever because <laughs> like i love that even garth's fantasies are really awkward yeah like it's the most awkward thing ever in his mind it works a treat and she's like totally into it but it's like it's <laughs> yeah. so awkward imagine that happening in real life um but uh yeah, i think that I mean, again, after every, after that as well, everybody, as soon as Foxy Lady comes on, everybody does that with their, you know, the thing with their ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Foxy Lady ears. <laughs> I have seen that dance happen a few times since Wayne yeah. Gerard in, in pubs and clubs when it's come on. I think it's the same with the Bohemian Rhapsody yeah, thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the, it's it's got to be done, right? How, how, how many, I mean, even I've been in loads of cars where, we've been playing Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, God, yeah. And everybody, you know, the accidents that we've nearly had. <laughs> well, we're to... we're from the era where that would come on the radio occasionally as well. Like, yeah. that would naturally happen in cars. Yeah. Um, it probably still does, I don't Apparently know. Apparently they all fuck their necks up doing that. <laughs> I'm not surprised. There is a good way and a bad way to, to headbang. Um, yeah. And, uh, also, I, think... I, I, learned, I learned probably too late how to do that correctly, if I'm honest. I... When I when I first started going clubbing, yeah, it would take you and you you'd, you'd spend you know you'd mosh all you'd be moshing all fucking night. Oh, the next morning, take, dude, take fuck! You like a good week for your for your neck to, to sort itself out. I always I mean, remember the next day when you've it's bad enough with the kind of hangovers I used to get, but when you yeah. also have that neck pain, oh my god, yeah, you feel like a, your head's gonna fall off. You've got a massive hangover, you can't move your neck. Oh. <laughs> And oh, you stink of smoke the... because, of course, back then you had long hair and it was smoking yeah. indoors. And oh yeah. god! And de- depending on how good the, the sound system was, if it was a really good sound system, deaf as well, tinnitus. A... Yeah. <laughs> you'd be deaf for two days. <laughs> I, I must admit, I, I, I look back on those times fondly, but I do yeah. wonder where the what the fuck I was doing because I'm like <laughs> you, literally, like you, you get to the next day and you're like, well, I was so drunk, I barely remember any of it. My neck hurts. I'm hungover, throwing up. <laughs> You're like, why am I doing this? This is awful. But you know, it seemed fine at the time. It was. It was great. I wouldn't change it for for anything. I wouldn't change it for anything. But you couldn't fucking pay me to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I can uh, say. There's definitely a for no. me. For me personally, there's definitely an age limit, and I'm I'm past that now. Um, yeah. My moshing days are gone. No, I mean, I, I still, you know, nod my head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, nod, I don't have the hair thing. for it, and I don't have the neck muscles for it anymore. <laughs> no, no. You know, you, you, your neck muscles do get used to it. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not a good thing, but they do. <laughs> um. Anyway, Benjamin has learned... That, that money and, and stunning good looks are not everything and don't necessarily bring happiness. Yeah. Russell has learned the love of uh, 
know, uh, and um, everyone's happy. As uh, as as we cut to credits, um, but they do that thing with the fish gills, don't they? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, and we get the the theme again. Um, and uh, and then of course we get as the as the credits come to an end, we've got Wayne and Garth still sat there, they're they're yeah. talking. Uh, and Wayne's like, they'll just fade to black when they're finished with this. And Garth's like, I can't believe they actually did that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, rude. But uh, a, a wonderful movie, man. I, yeah. I, this was such a big part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this, and Bill and Ted's. Because you were probably the perfect age when this came out, right? Yeah, I was like uh, seventeen, I think. Yeah. Because I was born '84, so this was yep. too young for me. But when I got to that age, this movie was everything. Yeah, and and like in what '96, '97, '98, you know, whenever I was started going out. Yeah. Uh, like it's still all of this was still so true. Oh like, yeah, the, yeah. the way clubs and pubs are. I'm sure they're still the same way now. If I went to yeah, they probably haven't changed club. that much. But. I'm- certainly rock ones no that's what i mean yeah rock ones because they are we're all stuck in our our way aren't we but um yeah (laughs) it was like i said it it, it has that i don't like change (laughs) yeah exactly it it really does have that um that spinal tap like this is so true yeah you know as over the top as wayne's world is uh a lot of those scenes and scenarios you're like yeah well i think the I mean, the, the character of Wayne, I think, was basically just him and his mates messing about. You know, that's how he 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 grew up with those sort of people. So yeah. that's basically just what he did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but a, a wonderful movie. I, I'm really curious. Um, do you? So I think personally, I prefer Wayne's World to Wayne's World Two. Yes. Uh, I there are some amazing scenes in Wayne's World too. I love the um the fight scene scene with James Hogg. The 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 fight scene I love, the, which they they would never make today. The, the, oh, I the, think there's a few there's a the, few things even in this movie that yeah, you would get away with. But the the crying Indian, <laughs> just oh, like God, that makes yeah. me laugh every time. That is weird. that is a funny joke. Because uh, they just fucking litter the shit out of this place, you know. Obviously, of course they do. Um, I mean, the whole the whole swing thing. I mean, you probably mm. don't want, wouldn't want to do that anymore. Yeah, the 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 badly dubbed fight is amazing. Yep. Um, the the wedding stuff when he goes to the wrong wedding venue and he's like screaming yeah, on the you, thing and they're like, you get the, what? You get the graduate scene. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there are some great moments, but this 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 first one for me is is iconic. Yeah, I um, think the. The first one made, I think it was on a, it was a 20, 20 mil budget, and I think it made 180, I think, mm. back. So it was a massive mm. hit. It was, the, it was the biggest SNL-based movie. Um, I think... Blues yeah, because I guess Ghostbusters had SNL cast, but it wasn't an SNL yeah, sketch. Blues Brothers, Blues Brothers comes second, I think, in the most money. And I think Do you know, Brothers. it's funny. I would have thought Blues Brothers did better, but yeah, I guess... No, I guess no, not. this one did... did I guess it was just literally right place, right time. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. that, for, for well, for my generation. Oh, it, it hit so well. Ninety two. Like I said when we we started this, this is peak ninety two. It feels so yeah. much like ninety two. There's like everything of ninety two in this movie. So it is. It's so on the money. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it, it's it's such a wonderful, wonderful movie. Um, absolutely yeah. love Wayne's World. I mean, I, get, I don't know whether. Don't know if you noticed this. What's that? The, and this is might just be my overthinking of this now. Hmm. But when they go to, it's either. I think it must be Cassandra's venue, the loft thing. Yeah. It's the same set that they've got for Wayne's World 2, because it's got the big lift. Yeah, I think you're and right. And so I'm assuming he just moved in with Cassandra, and it's her yeah. place. Um, yeah. But it's just a nice touch that they used, the, it looks like they used the same set. Yeah. It was like, yeah, they moved in. It's cool. I mean, we didn't even mention stuff with the, the director, um, Spiris, who did... Um, uh, was it the decline of civilization? Uh, the decline of Western civilization. Yes. You're on those. Mm-hmm. There used to be a pub, a, a pub in town that used to play the punk one like all the time in the background. Yeah. It was that and the rock and roll swindle. They used to play that all the time, and I loved those. Those. I mean, I haven't seen them for years. I, I guess they still hold up. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. everybody's in all the great. At the time, we're in that. I mean, Lemmy's in it, and it's it's a. Really oh, good she did. Uh, she did suburbia too. Yes, yeah. She was she was picked, you know, because of how you know what she worked on, and yeah, and, yeah. And she was the, she certainly had the right idea, but apparently her her and uh, my um, Maya just argued all the time because well. Maya's like. Really some awesome. some stories have come out about Myers over the years that oh, uh, makes me think he a talented though he may be. I I, yeah. I get the impression he is a dick. Well, I think when you get to, I think he's basically blacklisted himself now, right? Like well, a I lot think, of people just he, will not I, work with him anymore. I, th- I think people have, have sort of forgiven him a bit now. I think he's beginning to sort of come back, but I think he burnt a lot of bridges. Yeah. I mean, the, the, I mean, he's insanely talented. I, I yeah, give is. him. I, I think I really I like his point, style of comedy. In um, the Wayne's World part, part yeah, he, I think it's because he was very protective of that character, and you can. You I can get that. See it, but I think later when on, you when hear everything else, this gets the, the like love guru stage. Mm-hmm. He's he, cat in the hat and stuff. Stories are you know like don't look him in the eye, don't address him, don't yeah, that's you mental. Know, when you get into that stage, then you're like, yeah, no, you're taking the piss now. You're you're clearly fucking mental. Do you feel <laughs> that? Um, do you feel that Wayne's World's ever a thing you would like to see them revisit? I know they've revisited it for Saturday Night Live, well, but I mean, I like as a say, movie. I've seen the, the sketches they've done since, yeah, and they, they're still pretty funny. They're, they're... I agree. I I do feel like they should never make another sequel, though. I. Um, as much I, as it would be funny to see what they're doing now, I annoyingly I, I would watch it. Well, so I would I. I think I'd want to. It's it, not. It's it, not an Indiana Jones thing. You no. know, like like with like I'm never watching that movie. I don't care. No, I'm not. Um, not I would watch Wayne's World three. I would. Yes. Unless the trailer was terrible. I mean, it worked for um. It, it worked for Bill and Ted. I liked Bill and Ted three for the most like, part. The music is really good. I I didn't didn't hate it. I know a lot of people did. I I kind uh, of enjoyed I guess it. Was, it's how much they love those characters. I guess how yeah how willing they would be to do well with them. I don't my, know. My main issue with Bill and Ted Three is the lack of Rufus, and I understand you can't help that. Well, for me, yeah. for me, it he made those movies. He was the glue. So yes. it was I mean, hard for me to watch it without George Carlin. Yeah. 
I mean, they kind of tried to do, you know, stuff. Yeah. Around it. Yeah, it yeah, kind no, of it, it kind of works. But, uh, but yeah, I just, I yeah, Wayne's World, man. Wayne's World 1 and 2, fantastic. It would but... surprise me if they did. No, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like he's going to probably do another Austin Powers before long. Yeah. Oh, I think that's, I I think Austin Powers is inevitable. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, that probably would work better. Oh, Austin Powers. The the thing is, like, the joke with Austin Powers is that he wasn't sexy by then 1990s standards, yeah. right? But, but the joke is that people still fancied him and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think Austin Powers, not only out of his own era, stuck in the 2000s, but also now being really old. Yeah. There's definitely some comedy there. Yeah. There's um, definitely also, some comedy also you've there. you've got the added bonus of, the, of Dr. Evil as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think seeing them all older would be kind of funny. Yeah. They, I mean, again, they did that. Um, they did a commercial for Super Bowl a couple of years ago with yeah. uh, Dr. Evil, which is actually quite funny. Mm-hmm. It's got... It's it's funny seeing them all older. And, yeah. I mean, Fry for for Bisma is like she always kind of looked old anyway. And, yeah. And now she's really fucking old. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess they'd have to hurry up and you know to 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 get all the crew to, back together. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think yeah, that, Austin Powers would work more than I think a, a new Wayne's World would. Yeah same same but uh but in any case wayne's world fantastic film um we'll be back next week um with our usual review you know modern reviews things we've watched i watched half of um shin masked Carmen rider uh yesterday okay. it's on amazon now so i thought i'd give it a go and uh i i, I only watched about 20 minutes of it and uh i was like uh, it, it, it's interesting i i get the feeling the more i watch these shin movies my they're gonna be my favorite in order of release shin godzilla i still think is a masterpiece shin ultraman i really enjoyed shin kamen rider i'm i'm i i'm less familiar with kamen rider yes um so i feel like i'm missing a lot of references with I, it i think uh, um Kamen Rider was one of those things that was sort of always in the peripheral of my... Yes, same. I, and I know I've seen loads of episodes and things and yeah, stuff. Yeah, me too. But... I don't... I, I don't have the yeah. kind of love I have for Ultraman or for Godzilla. Um, no. With Kamen Rider. And I, I watched about 20 minutes. I was like, I will watch all of it and give a review next week. Uh, it, for a Sunday afternoon, it was honestly just too Japanese even for me. I, I was like, I just... <laughs> Like, you know, I just want to chill out on a Sunday afternoon. And, and it's very, like, it's very gory. It's got, uh, uh, it's very gory fights punctuated by very overlong epic speeches, which is what you'd expect from Common Rider. It's very much a common... I, I feel like, as I said with, God, with Shin Godzilla, is, is that love letter to original Godzilla. And, you know, Shin Ultraman is a love letter to the original Ultraman series. This yeah. is a very much a love letter to classic Kamen Rider. It's it's exactly that. So I'll give it a go. But we'll be back next week with uh, with some movies. I don't know what else I'm going to watch. I'm going to find some stuff. But uh, um, Batman: The Doom That Came to Gotham. I've seen that. Saw that the other day. 
well then we can talk about that we can talk about that together there we go we've watched a film together without even knowing we'd done it so yeah. uh so yeah we can talk about that next week but uh until then stay safe take care and we will catch you next time